Hey everyone, long time no talk. You are listening to The Best Legs in Chicago, a journey through the life, the career, and the mind of Dan Aykroyd. I am Nathaniel Hendricks. And I am Preston Jeter. And today we are just going to chit-chat for a little bit. Yeah, no movie. Chit-chat, 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 chit-chat. Um, Preston, you broke. I know. Should we, we'll just get the news off the, off the table, right? All right. So... When we set out to do the best legs in Chicago, we decided that we were going to make the longest single standing podcast season ever and go season one would just be film one all the way through the end of Dan's career. And it technically would never end until he died because we'd have to keep releasing episodes on films that he was involved in. But as we've gone on, we're approaching about one year of the podcast coming out. We have decided... Wait, wait, go go back. We have to... (laughs) It sounds like... It sounds like we are telling our, our listeners that we're getting a divorce. <laughs> we're not. We're not getting a divorce. We're not getting a divorce. So we're driving Miss Daisy is going to be the final episode of season one of the Best Likes in Chicago. Nathaniel and I are going to. We have a couple of projects we're taking care of, and we're going to do an immense amount of research on the next films that are coming up. And this is a perfect, perfect break mark for the seasons because Driving Miss Daisy marks the last film that Dan Aykroyd acted in in 1989. The next film marks the first film of the 1990s. So season one is all of his career up until the end of the 80s. Season two are the 90s to his death. Oh, Jesus. We're coming back in May. Expect season two to come back in May. We're going to do a lot of research. We're going to have a lot of episodes ready to go. We're going to continue the same format, new episodes every Monday, but we won't start till uh, first week of May. Dan's first movie of the 90s was Loose Cannons, directed by the great Bob Clark. However, that will not be the first episode of season two. Right. In, in season two, Preston and I are going to do a, kind of a season one recap. And we are going to maybe go a little crazy, falling down the rabbit hole again, reviewing all of the connections that we have made. It runs the gamut. Kentucky Fried Chicken, James Brown, The Beach Boys, George H.W. Bush, The Iran-Contra Scandal, there is no ground is not covered, and we are going to connect all of the dots. Yeah, we're going to call it the State of the Union. So look forward to that. That's why we need to take two months off so that we can spend our time uh, <laughs> researching and getting the mental health care that we need during that process. And just much like, you know, American politicians spend like a day writing their State of the Union speech, we're spending two months writing ours. I'm very excited for season two. Because, I mean, the first, really the first month of season two is just going to be bonkers. We're going to have Loose Cannons, directed by Bob Clark, who did Christmas Story. We're also going to have a crazy movie called Masters of Menace, which I I think we're going to have to buy, like, an old DVD of. I don't know how how we're going to watch that one. But we're going to get to movies like Coneheads, My Girl, One and Two. We're going to get to, uh, what else is, what are the... What are the other big ones? So some of the ones I'm excited about is I'm excited about Rainbow. Oh, Rainbow is nuts. Have you seen it? No, but the trailer looks just bonkers. Four kids and a dog embark on the adventure of a lifetime, the search for the end of the rainbow. With the aid of computers and irresponsible, uh, ir, uh, ir, 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 an irrepressible, what? Irrepressible. Irrepressible, irrepressible belief. Um, oh, 
they achieve the impossible, finding and writing the multicolored arc. But the gold they take starts a more dangerous adventure because gold gives the rainbow energy and the rainbow gives the world its colors and disbelief to restore the rainbow's power and save the world. What? What the fuck is this movie about? Directed by Bob Hoskins. And also, this movie was the first feature film ever shot digitally. What? 1996. So I'm very excited to see what this looks like. And again, just as far as Dan Aykroyd being connected to everything, he was in the first all-digital film, which is now like 98% of movies are shot digitally. And I, and Dan Aykroyd was in the first one. Crazy. That's crazy. Um, I'm also excited, uh, not until 2001, a film, an Irish-Canadian production called On the Nose, the Wikipedia of which doesn't even have a poster. It is a photo of the DVD case. Oh. <laughs> This is why we're moving into the 90s. We're getting into some weird territory. It's some harder to find stuff, some more obscure. He's kind of, this is, we are exiting his mature period. I think his mature period ends with Coneheads. And then we go into the wilderness. We go into the great adventure, the yeah. great outdoors. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so that's what y'all have to look forward to starting in uh, May. Right. I mean, he's, but he's in a lot of good ones. Real. I mean, in, in all real. I mean, we're going to watch Gross Point Blank. That movie is amazing. I'm Have really you seen ex- that before. No, I've never. I'm it holding is off. So good. I'm holding off. Um, Celtic Pride. I'm really excited for because I've never it, seen it. We also get to we get to watch two Woody Allen related projects. Oh, really? The Curse of the Jade Scorpion. Oh. And ants. Oh my! I forgot he was in ants, and he's yeah. in Pearl Harbor. Yeah, he's in Pearl Harbor for like ten seconds. And evolution. And, and this is really where, again, our theory is going to be put to the test as the movies that he is in become more and more uh, dis- disparate. What are you looking forward to the most? For season two? Yeah. Well, I just like, I just like watching movies uh, with my good buddy, Nathaniel, and oh, talking hello. about Dan Aykroyd and his crazy connection to the entire universe. So that's what I'm excited for, to make a return to that. I'm excited for Coneheads. <laughs> And Co- nothing but trouble. Cohen. Oh, my, we didn't even mention that yet. Yeah, I mean that's the big one. Well, here's one that I'm excited for that I didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. Movie called Getting Away with Murder. Jack Lemmon, Dan Aykroyd, Lily Tomlin. Oh, uh, that's gonna be good. Right? That sounds good. 1996. Bonnie uh, Hunt's in it. A moral college ethics professor plans to kill his neighbor, a Nazi death camp commander. Jesus Lord. <laughs> is this a com? Is it? What? Um, but yeah, so that's, we just wanted to let y'all know we've been gone for a couple weeks. We will be gone for the next two months and then we will have a triumphant return and it's going to be better than ever. And yeah, Preston and I are writing a, uh, are writing a screenplay together right now. Preston is also in pre-production. We're each in pre-production on two different movies as well. So yeah, we have cool stuff happening. Cool stuff happening. Just got a lot of stuff to deal with. In a good way. So, yes. Yeah, yeah, in a good way. Um, you learned, you also just discovered a new bit of Dan Aykroyd trivia. Do you want to share that? I did. Um, Animal House. Uh, you know, uh, some people like it, some people hate it. Does it age well? Who knows? But it definitely, ha- <laughs> it, it definitely has a important piece in cinema history and especially, a, you know, the new wave of comedy. And, uh, you know, our good pal John Landis directed it. Um, but I was never actually really aware of the of the development of that movie. I, 
I, I mean, I, I knew that Harold Ramis was involved with writing it. Obviously, he wrote it, came or came in to write drafts of it, and I was aware that Harold Ramis had wanted to be in the movie and then wasn't in the movie, and he was angry about that. But I didn't realize that there actually was even a bigger cast set in place that they had wanted to be in the film, and it was really the first round of the SNL actors. Um, Belushi was still cast as Bluto. Chevy Chase was going to play Otter. Bill Murray was going to play Boone, and Aykroyd was pegged to play D-Day. Which makes and, sense. Which, that makes, which so makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. I mean, even if you just took the movie and put Aykroyd's face on there, it just would make a lot of sense. But anyways, apparently um, Chase got cast in foul play, so he was doing that. Bill Murray didn't even really want to do the movie. He didn't like it. Aykroyd really Bill wanted to do it. To do anything. I know. Well, Aykroyd really wanted to do it. But uh, evidently, he was uh, threatened to be fired by Lorne Michaels if he took the role because Belushi was already confirmed contractually obligated to do it, and that leaving SNL was causing massive production problems in New York. And so he said, I can't lose Belushi and Aykroyd. So he didn't do it. But he would have made a great D-Day. Yeah. I mean, it feels like, you know, the motorcycle esoteric historical references it's all there it's all there jargon building things driving a tank at the end Oh yeah he's because he's like a gearhead yeah he rides yeah. the motorcycles like you said he wears leather he's like a leather leather daddy dan Aykroyd will be wearing more leather in exit to eden haven't seen that one either i'm very excited boy the, the poster for that he's wearing like a leather choker and chains and that's another reason why the 90s is going to be so exciting because the 80s every movie he's in in the 80s is basically solidified in the canon. There's some, uh, you know, odd ducks like Neighbors and Doctor Detroit, but even those, you know, at le- like I think, um, at least have been reclaimed as like kind of cult items like Neighbors. But the '90s is going to be when we really, hopefully, will be discovering the gems. Yeah, I think I think so. I and mean, we've already discovered some gems, but we're going to discover a lot more gems. Preston, we got another email. Okay, this is good news. Who is it? What is it? I'm going to read it. All right. Nathaniel and Preston. Best legs in Chicago brings me pure joy. I'm a little late to the party as I cherry pick my way up to date, but just listen to the Nickelodeon special and Ghostbusters 2, and if the Danzine is still a thing, count me in. Seriously, B-L-I-C, Blick. That's nice. I like that. Blick is just so much fun, and you guys are masters of cinema knowledge and always have so much insight in your episodes. Uh, Ben Hall. Oh, Ben. Ben's a papa now. Ben, we know Ben. ben. Ben's a director. He's Should made we, a couple yeah, movies. Yeah, Ben is a director. Ben Ben is actually like a living filmmaker. I mean, living. He's making a living. He's a dead filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yes, the Dan Aykroyd zine is is still going to happen. Yeah, that's the real reason we're going under this, uh, this break until season two is because we're going to spend two months in massive production on the zine. Yeah. It's going to take endless hours of 90 hours a week to make this thing happen. We're getting it printed by Tashin. Yeah, yeah. We have like a whole like command center set up, you know, where like we have like pots of lukewarm coffee and we're like pointing at things and schematics and we're trying to design it out. Great. Kawabunga. All right. Preston, Any... anything else you want to say before we sign off for two whole months? I miss Dan. I already miss him. I already miss him too, but he'll be back. He'll be waiting for us on the other side. I hope he doesn't die before now and then. No, no, he'll he'll be fine. He'll be fine. That's what we said about Ivan Reitman, and he died a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, we we killed him right after we watched Ghostbusters 2. And then, you know what's weird is that I watched What's Up, Doc? 
like four days before Bogdanovich yeah. died, and then we watched Ghostbusters two and killed Ivan Reitman. I think we're like cursing people. And I did someone. I killed someone else. I can't remember. Well, the guy from um, um a lot of people that we have talked about have died. The guy that played um, I forget the character's name in Doctor Detroit. The the guy. Howard Hessman, who was in, who was on WKRP in Cincinnati and was in plays the villain in Doctor Detroit. That's a great show. Yeah, we killed him too. Shit. Rest All right, power. so we've killed him. We've killed Ivan Reitman. Too bad we didn't kill John Landis. Yeah, what the hell? We watched. We've watched Blues Brothers two thousand. That's the one. That's the oh, one that's, that's right. Gonna... We have to pass that for him to die. Yeah, we're gonna drag him to hell with us. Why are we going to hell? <laughs> to take take John Landis there. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. All right, everybody. Happy spring. Enjoy. Yeah, enjoy everyone's uh, spring break. We'll meet again. Don't know where. Don't know when. But I know we'll meet again. Some sunny day. like you always do till the blue skies drive the dark clouds far away